Okay, so to carry on from what we talked about um, the last few days, uh, <clears throat> we're going to talk about the moment of the of the of the smoke of the cloud of the Lord. Remember, He was going to guide the Israelites, cloud by day, fire by night, and uh, and 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 it was a picture of His. Um, it was a picture of God's uh, power, of His grace, but also His presence. And let's look what happens here. Leviticus chapter 9, we're going to do a couple of things here. Leviticus chapter 9 talks about, And Aaron lifted up his hands toward the people and blessed them. And he stepped down after making the sin offering and burnt offering and peace offerings. Moses and Aaron went into the tent of meeting, and when they came out and blessed the people, the glory of the Lord appeared to all the people. Then fire came out from before the Lord and consumed the burnt offering, the portions of fat on the altar. And when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces. They shouted and fell on their faces. Now, if you'll go to Second Chronicles chapter 5. Second Chronicles chapter 5, you know that um, Solomon finishes the temple. Or he has those guys and they finish the temple. And then in verse 12, there was 120 priests blowing the trumpet in unison. When the trumpeters and the singers were, uh, were to make themselves heard with one voice to praise and to glorify the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice accompanied by trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music. And when they praised the Lord saying, he indeed is good for his loving kindness is everlasting. And then the house, the house of the Lord was filled with a cloud so that the priests could not stand to minister because the cloud uh, for the glory of the Lord filled the house of God. Now you remember also when, um, when, when Elijah challenged the prophets of Baal, they pour, he poured water on a sacrifice and then he said, let the God who, who is, uh, who, who answers by fire, let him be God. And then the fire came down and consumed the sacrifice. The same thing happened here where God's fire came down and all the people fell on their face and they worshiped. And then we come to that, uh, shortly after that, we come to the phrase, um, a couple chapters later, that if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray, and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and then I will heal their land. <clears throat> well, understand that, that this is, this is something that happens. God's glory filled the temple. God's glory came down and this cloud filled. Now you remember after the, 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 the angel touched the coal to his lips that there was smoke. It's the presence of God. Okay. Um, and so you have to see that the presence of God came and they all fell and shouted. Now, it's okay to have a fear of the Lord, isn't it? It's okay to have a fear of the Lord. In fact, let's go to Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 11. I love Isaiah 6, but let's just go to chapter 11 for a second. Yeah, by the way, in verse 4 of chapter 6, 
He talks about in the foundations of the threshold trembled at the voice of him who called out while the temple was filling with smoke. All right. So let's go here. To chapter 11, verse two. Uh, let's go start from verse one. Then a shoot will spring from the stem of Jesse and a branch from his roots will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him. Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and strength, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord. I love that. Now, um, I had somebody say that the fear of the Lord, you know, a lot of people talk about its reverence, its honor, its being in awe of God. And that is true. However, uh, being afraid of God or having the fear of the Lord also means to be afraid of him. Okay. Um, and then he, he was talking about his wife he says, though the person who said it is just awe and, and, uh, and, and reverence, uh, obviously wasn't married. But it's actually more than that. It's like you can be intimate with somebody and still have a fear of them. Remember, it is God who is the judge of the entire earth, okay? And I'm not speaking judgment here. I'm just saying God is big. God is really, really big. And that's what we have to recognize. And so his presence comes down and and, and touches us. His presence comes down and envelops us. I, I get uh, Sunday night especially, there was a haze uh, over over the top where they were putting the words up at the church. I don't know if anybody else saw it, but I saw this haze. That's the presence of the Lord, and it was and it was starting to fill the temple. I remember being in um, in the civic center that we have here, and the civic center had um, oh Lord help me. In the civic center there was a like a blue haze. Also, it was just in the stairwell. And uh, it looked like an electrical fire or something like that. And what happened, I, I was like, I was, I was shocked about it. I, you know, I went over, said, Hey, do you see that? He said, yeah. And it turned out that that was the presence of the Lord. And, um, and I remember also being on the third floor of the civic center here in Reading. There's got like three floors. The first floor is the, is this, is the, uh, floor section of the, uh, of the, uh, of the civic center. The second level will take you into the balcony seats. And then the third level is above that where, where they have, um, like they'll have their, uh, blue room or green room and all that stuff. And then I was up there, uh, kind of like being a guard and, um, <clears throat> at the civic. And then as it turned out, it, um, there was a haze. It was a, it was a brownish gold haze. Uh, it was actually gold, more golden than it was brown. But it was a golden haze that was over the, um, <clears throat> excuse me. It was a golden haze that was up and over the, um, um, the, the area that had the lights on it. So it's about, I mean, it's a big tall ceiling, but like about 12 feet off the ground was this golden haze that was over the entire section. And I thought it was from cooking, but it wasn't. It was the presence of the Lord. And uh, and all you can do is just be awestruck by it and that there's nothing else that you need. to. You just be awestruck by it. You honor his presence and you go from there. I have felt his presence as well. It feels like feels like a cloak, feels like a garment. And um, and so you recognize that, too, that it is a garment. It is a. a um, uh, it's like a covering that comes on you. And um, 
And then so when you are clean, we're going back to Isaiah 6. Remember, this is all part of it. When you are clean, all right, when you come to the place like sin has died. Remember, in the year that King Uzziah died, he was a leper. I clearly saw the Lord. Isaiah says that. I clearly saw the Lord. And in order to see God clearly, you must, I mean, I'm telling you, you must, you must come to a place where you say, woe is me, I'm undone, I'm a man of unclean lips, I live among people who have unclean lips, and you just get done, you're just done. And so God wants that from us. And um, and God's grace is poured out, and it's and it brings us to a place when we see his glory and we see his presence like John did in Revelation, like Isaiah did here, like um like the 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 children of Israel saw in um in Leviticus, like uh, the children of Israel saw in Second Chronicles that the presence of God would come and his glory, the Chabad of God. Remember he talked about the they named the son Ichabod because the the glory had departed. Well, the kabod of God is the, is the heavy weight of glory of his presence that you sometimes feel when you're in worship. And that's what you want to sense. That's what you want. I mean, it's not all the time, but he's there. The Bible says he's Jehovah uh, Shama, the Lord who is present. He's the God who is present. He's always present. And you know, you just got to keep yourself with short accounts with God. You just got to, hey, listen, I blew it and I'm sorry, forgive me and, and go on from there. And, and that's what you do. That's how you be clean. Who, um, how does he say it in the Psalms? He says, um, he that has clean hands and a pure heart. You got to have clean hands and a pure heart. How do you do that? It's very simple. You do that simply by looking at his presence, responding to his presence. And if you need to clean it up, you clean it up. It's very simple. Okay. And I want to go to Zechariah chapter four uh, to finish this whole thing up. You know, this little, little thing we've been doing. So if you go with me to Zechariah, the fourth chapter, Now remember, he's talking to, um, and then the angel who was speaking with me returned and roused me as a man who was awakened from his sleep. Okay. And, um, and he's talking to, uh, Joshua, the high priest, uh, you and your friends who are sitting in front of you. Indeed, they are men who are assembled and behold, I'm going to bring my servant the branch in that day. Verse 10 declares the Lord of hosts of chapter three. Every one of you will invite his neighbor to sit under his vine and under his fig tree. Chapter four. And then the angel who was speaking with me returned and aroused me as a man who was awakened. And he said, what do you see? And I said, I see a lampstand of gold with its bowl on top of it. And it's seven lamps uh, on it with sprouts belonging to each of the amps, uh, lamps top of it he talks about the oil verse 5 so the angel who was speaking with me answered and said to me do you know what these are and i said i uh, uh, i said no my lord 
That's always good. If you, if you ever come up against a question from the Lord and you don't know the answer, be honest with him. Can't fake him out. And he said, then he said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel saying, it's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. What are you, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel, you will become a plain and he will bring it forth the top stone with shouts of grace, grace to it. Now, remember the capstone or the top stone in the New Testament. They said that Jesus, the very cornerstone, the, 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 the capstone, okay, calls him the capstone in the Psalms as well. And he said, he will bring forth the capstone with shouts of grace, grace to it. Also, the word of the Lord came to me saying, the hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of his house and his hands will finish it. And then you will know that I of the, I, I the Lord of hosts, have sent you. So you recognize that it's not by might, nor by power, nor is it by um, anything of the flesh. It's only by the Spirit. Only by the Spirit. So as we wind this thing down um, today, recognize that it's the presence of God that you need to go after. When Israel fell on their faces in Leviticus, they fell on their face and shouted for joy. When they fell on their faces in 2 Chronicles, they fell on their face in awe and shouted for joy. When the presence of God comes on you, you shout for joy because he hasn't left you. He will never leave you. He's not going to forsake you because he loves you too much. Okay, so anyway, that's all we're going to do today. Um, we'll pick it up again tomorrow. Remember, see, tomorrow's Wednesday. So, um, I think I'm going to do one tomorrow, uh, do, do a live tomorrow, but I don't know uh, about Thursday yet. I'm supposed to go to a conference on Thursday. And so, um, yeah, so just, let's just thank the Lord and just bless him, honor him, worship him and give him the glory. Okay. God bless you guys and you have a great day and we'll talk to you the next time.